welcome to the Be Diligent, Be Bold podcast. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, Without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. He will reward you if you diligently seek Him. It says it right there in Hebrews. And uh, be bold also in Hebrews. Chapter 4, verse 16, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Yes, God's unchanging grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And we've all been in a time of need. That grace is there. Receive it through your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we've been uh, talking about the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians. And uh, we've talked about episode 1 was... Our thoughts. Episode two was our words, and this episode here is episode three. It's going to be on our actions. So I encourage you to listen to the first two episodes if you haven't. Um, and what we're doing is we'll review really quickly, since we've reviewed in the other two episodes, um, Galatians five and the fruits of the spirit and the lusts of the flesh, and how they, what's the difference between the two, and how they contradict each other. So we just want to lay this as a groundwork in case you're listening to this one, you haven't listened to the first two. Um, otherwise, this is going to be review. So um, verse five. Yeah, starting in 17. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. These are contrary to one another. So Paul is saying our, our flesh and our spirit fight against each other. And they rarely, it's hard for them to come into agreement um, when it comes to our actions and our thoughts and all that stuff. So that's why we're uh, talking about controlling our thoughts, words, and actions here. Um and so what are the things of the flesh that our flesh wants to do? I think we've all seen them, experienced them, some of us firsthand, some of us we see it in the world all the time. Um, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, hearsays, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Kind of covers all the stuff in the world um, that our flesh wants to do sometimes. And, um, you know, born-again Christians, like I said in the other, you know, you're not immune. Just because you're a born-again Christian doesn't mean you're immune from all of that stuff, okay? Um, you know, like I said before, I'm a farmer, and I can get frustrated in farming. I can have an outburst of wrath. I definitely can. And um, so that's why we need to um, try to walk in the fruits of the Spirit, because I assume we want those uh, more than we want the lust of the flesh, because the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long patience, or long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I think that uh, the self-control part is mostly what we've been focusing on when we're when we've been talking here about our thoughts, words, and actions. So um, let's get into our actions, and this is gonna be in James. Um, our faith without works, very familiar to a lot of people. And what I find interesting is that this faith without works is dead section in James is in chapter 2. But it's right before the untamable tongue. Well, we just talked about it in episode 2. So I find it interesting that these are right, uh, one right after the other. So, um, faith without works. Let's jump into it here on chapter 2. Verse 17, starting there. 
Um, thus, also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And, you know, doing a series of podcasts on faith and how to work your faith, how to get faith, how to... We've all been dealt the measure of faith, a measure of faith. And our faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So I hope you're being fed somewhere. Uh, being fed the Word of God. Dig into the Word. Be fed by it. Um, find Praise and worship. Find teaching um, that you like so you can be fed spiritually and that increase your faith because faith comes by hearing but let's continue on if faith if it doesn't have works is dead so what does that mean that means we're going to have corresponding action corresponding action and hopefully our thoughts and our words um, line up so that we have corresponding action that aligns uh, with what's in the word of God and who we are in Christ Um, but someone will say verse 18 but someone will say you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. So what James is saying here is by his actions, you will see his faith. You will see his faith lived out by his actions. And a lot of people miss this. It sounds easy, but a lot of people miss it. They think that they just have faith for something, and that... They can just sit back on their laurels and have faith for something and it will come to pass or it will come to them. Now, there's certain manifestations of the Spirit where um, stuff like that does happen. But you need to have corresponding action with your faith. Um, And I'll give some examples of living your faith in action. Okay? so, going on, verse 19, you believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? We don't want to have a dead faith. We want to have a faith that works, and we need to put it into action. Okay? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? So, if you're not familiar with the story, um, Abraham was going to go sacrifice his son Isaac because that's what uh, his father told him to do. That's what God told him to do. So he took Isaac up to mountain, and he believed that God could raise Isaac from the dead, even if he called him to kill him, so to sacrifice him. And so Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac, and God said, Stop. That's enough. You've proven yourself worthy. Um, so by doing that, Verse 22, do you see that faith has was working together with his works? So Abraham's faith and his works, they work together. And by works, his faith was made perfect. His faith was made perfect. And so, and then verse 23 goes on to that it fulfilled the scripture. That Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. I think we'd all want to be called the friend of God. Um, absolutely. So let's just read the next couple of verses. Um, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Justified by not by faith only. Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? Uh, you can look that story up if you want to. I'm not going to recount that one. Uh, for as the body without the spirit is dead, 
So faith without works is dead also. That's interesting. For the as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Okay? So we need to put our faith into action. And the Bible gave an example of Abraham and how he put his faith into action. Okay? So um, what are some things that you need to... All right. Uh, sorry, there's a little pause. Um, my son came and wanted to check his trail camera, see if there's any deer on there. So had to chat with him for a second. So where we were at is, um, yes, we need to have works with our faith. So what are ex some real-life examples um, before we go into some more biblical examples? Let's say you are, you are wanting a job, and you can have faith for a job. You can believe for a job. But if you never leave the house, if you don't go apply for jobs, if you don't seek out a job, no, he's already, the Lord has already provided you with a job, you know, a way to make a living. Uh, for he has come that you have, may have life and have it more abundantly. And all your needs are met according to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So your job is out there. He's provided, it's there for you. But you have to get off your laurels. You know, you just can't sit at home and expect a job to come to you. You have to go out and and get it and find it. And uh, um, hopefully the Lord will lead you into what job um, and bless you in your pursuit of that job. But my point is you have to have action. You need to do your research. You need to... Um, Find resources to help you and what kind of job you're looking for. And also, maybe it's not the job that you exactly want, okay? Um, you know, it's like the story of the man who was drowning. He had faith in God that God was going to save him. You know, that God was going to save him. He's out in the sea, and a ship comes by. And then the ship says, hey, we can pick you up. And he says, no. No, my God's going to rescue me. I'm good. So the ship goes by. Second ship comes by, you know, and he's struggling. Hey, need some help? No, I have faith. I got faith that God's going to rescue me. Yeah, I have faith he's going to rescue me. I'm, I'm good. And the third ship comes by, and the same thing, and the man eventually drowns. And he gets up to heaven, and he says, Oh, God, how come you didn't save me? You know, I had faith that you're going to save me. And he's like, I sent you three ships. What else do you want me to do? See, he didn't have the corresponding action of swimming to the ship or saying, yes, yes, I need your help. I need to I need to be saved from my drowning. So um, there's a story there on how action um, with corresponding faith. Um, is important. So, or maybe you're looking, maybe you want a spouse, you're a single person, you want a spouse. Well, you know, I don't know, maybe the Lord will send you your spouse right to your door, but usually not. Usually you have to go out and, and, and find your spouse. Now, the Lord will direct your paths. The Lord will set people um, in front of you. The Lord will give you connections. Um, and I, I believe that the Lord can help make that happen. But you, it, you can't do it by just sitting at home. You can't do it by just sitting at home. You need to 
have corresponding action to what you want. Um, and so you need to, however those avenues are to find a spouse. I don't know, I've been married long enough. I don't know how you really meet people today, I suppose online and stuff like that. Um, I met my wife at a party. So probably better ways to meet a spouse than parties and out at the bar. But um, I'm thankful that it, it happened and that's the way it happened. So, um, so some other examples in the Bible about action and our faith okay the paralegic para the guy that the man that was paralyzed that he was on a bed and he knew if he could get to Jesus he could be healed but there was a multitude surrounding the house that Jesus was in so what did they do they took him up to the roof and they cut a hole in the roof and they lowered him down you want to talk about faith and action look at the action that they had faith and that action was a bold action and they knew that if they took that action, mixed with their faith, that he would be healed. And they lowered him down, and he was healed. And the same thing with the issue of the woman of blood. And that was recounted in the Gospels. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. She had spent all her money. She tried everything. Nobody could help her. Physicians couldn't help her. She was broke. And in those days, if you had a blood problem like that, you weren't even supposed to be out in the public. You weren't supposed to be out in the streets. You were unclean. You needed to tell people that you were unclean. Okay? But she had works. Um, she had action with her faith. And she had a strong faith because she, she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. So she had faith. And then she put that into action in her works, and she went through the multitude. Can you imagine going through the multitude? People are throwing up against Jesus. They're they're bumping into him. They're he's surrounded by people, and she works her way up to him, and touches the hem of his garment. She had more faith and more action than anybody else in the multitude, and the power went out of Jesus, and she was healed. So, if she just had faith and didn't do anything. Okay, she wouldn't have received her healing because she did not have corresponding action behind it. The same with the man that was paralyzed in the bed. He needed to have corresponding action to his faith. And, uh, and he did by cutting a hole in the roof and being lowered down. So whatever it is in your life that you are pursuing, that the Lord has on your heart to pursue, um, you need to have corresponding actions with that. Now, on the flip side, on the flip side, our actions can be detrimental. Okay, this is how robberies happen, um, murders, um, drunkenness, the things of the flesh. And when we, when the thoughts start creeping in, we dwell on the wrong thoughts, and then we start speaking adulteries. Okay. That's something that's very powerful, the lust of the flesh, and how your mind starts wandering and thinking um, adulterous thoughts and eventually your words, and then you take action on it, unfortunately. And, and that's action that we don't want um, because that does not align with our faith, that does not align with the Word of God. Um, but it goes to show the opposite, not the fruits of the Spirit, but the lust of the flesh. 
and how our words and our thoughts become actions. You know, uh, like listen, murders and robberies, drunkenness, the stuff mentioned, those all become actions. Um, and they don't align with the Word of God. And so um, our actions are important. We want to be a blessing and a vessel for the Lord. I hope that you ask every day that you be a vessel for the Lord. Be the servant for your Father. Submit to Him. Let Him direct your paths. Let Him direct your paths so you can have action that aligns with the Word of God. So you can be a blessing to yourself, a blessing to your family, a blessing to people around you. And that your actions honor the Lord. That your actions honor the Lord. And with that, your actions will even increase your faith. The more you take action, the more your faith will grow. And so, actions are important. And before we go here, I just want to make sure that if you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you can do that at any time. Um, that's the most important decision you'll make in your life, that you make Jesus the Lord of your life. You'll become a new being in Christ. You'll become a, a heir with uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll be a child of God. And the power of Christ can dwell in you if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9, and 10, 10. If you confess with the mouth your Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth the confession is made unto salvation. And you can be a new creature in Christ and start a new life and um, walk in the fruits of the Spirit. So, um, Jesus, Lord of your life, you can do that anytime. Anytime, anytime you need to do it. If you need to recommit yourself, recommit yourself. You can do that. All right, hope you enjoyed this episode three. Our next episode, not sure what's going to be on. I think we'll go with um, condemnation, um, that you don't have to suffer condemnation. Um, so that would be our next episode, episode four. And uh, with that, hope you enjoyed.